I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, we're recording! Hi! Hi, everyone! Yay! <laughs> Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The, the Bachelor! Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. Drunk! <laughs> yes! <laughs> we apologize, y'all, for a little bit more laughy. I am one glass of wine and one Red Bull in Ooh. trying something different tonight, and I'm feeling a little jittery. <laughs> and I want my third glass of wine. Yes. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. This was a good episode. Mm-hmm. We're in Tuscany. Yeah. A lot of shit goes down. Home of the truffle. Home of the truffle. Home of pasta. Home of s- some girls going home. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. We do. episode. I'm very excited. Um, happy Black History Month. Again! Put that out there again. We're going to say it every time. Yep. Happy Black Panther comes out on Friday. Oh my god. Have y'all got your tickets? Have Please you got your tickets. outfit uh, oh my picked god. out? Yes. I was watching something today. Someone was like, what are we wearing? Are we wearing black? All black? <laughs> are we wearing African print? Somebody tell me which one it is so I can get my outfit together. I was like, good question, girl. Yeah, that is a good question. Are we wearing all black? Like the Black Panthers? Right. Or are we are we doing the Kente cloth? Right. Kind of African print look. Or are we interpreting Wakanda? Or are we interpreting Wakanda? Are we coming in like African futuristic? Right, African superhero. Of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta. I gotta. I, I'm still working with my. I'm still working to put my outfit together. Oh my god! I haven't even. I just know my boobs are gonna be out. And I know my Ooh. fur is gonna be on. Yes, we are wearing furs. We're gonna be wearing furs. Justine has a leopard fur. <laughs> and I have a purple Forever Twenty One fur. Oh my god! It's so shaggy. <laughs> it's so shaggy. Uh, Sheds everywhere. <laughs> it was literally like forty dollars. <laughs> But we will definitely be wearing them. Yeah. Can't wait. Happy also, let me just shout this out, Obama, um, Michelle, and Barack, their official portraits were revealed today. It's just a lot happening mm-hmm. in just the month of February, and I'm loving it. Yeah, lots of blackness. Loving it. Um, all right. Turn it over to you. Okay. So, we are doing some church announcements today. Time for church, y'all. We got the program. <laughs> so, in our program this week... Um, we have some emails from you guys, and we love your guys' emails. Keep them coming. You guys are so nice and funny Mm -hmm. and very supportive. I just love it. Yeah. And speaking of funny, (laughs) our girl Stefania. What up? Stefania, who is 
of um i don't know if you want your age out there because you did say this privately in an email <laughs> but just know that we're reaching all ages <laughs> and um we're so excited to be your guilty pleasure pleasure and your indulgence and Yay. she said um what we want to say but cannot say in our segment which is that ari could never get it that was her <laughs> sign off to us <laughs> So I appreciate it. I love it. We are forced to choose an art to get a moment. We, we force this shit on ourselves, and it is a struggle every episode. Every episode. So thank you, Stefania. Thank you. We love it. Um, and then next email we have to shout out is Laura. Laura. Laura Tall. Yes. So Laura sent us a link to... An interview that Rachel Lindsay did recently with another podcast. Mm-hmm. It was like a podcast YouTube video type of thing. And Rachel revealed... just I just thought this was entertaining. Um, so the girl asked her, where were you when uh, Trump was announced president? Because she was on her season her, with Yeah, Nick. taping. Yeah, not her taping, but it was The Bachelor. Oh, yes. Nick. The Bachelor. And she said it was during Fantasy Suites. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? (laughs) And they revealed to them, I guess the Bachelor producers told them, like, the election Mm -hmm. was just announced, Trump won. And she said she proceeded to get (laughs) drunk as hell in her Fantasy Suite (laughs) and passed out. They didn't have sex. (laughs) She said they barely did. She's like, they did anything. She passed out asleep. Yeah. And then another thing I thought that was weird was she said that her and Nick... Like during that time, mm-hmm. didn't talk politics. So she said she didn't knew she didn't know where he stood with Trump and whatever. Which and, means that he voted for Trump. Which is very odd. Yeah, that is because weird. that is very weird. Why would you not use that as an opportunity to find out more about his political beliefs? And this election was not about political beliefs. It was really about right. the beliefs of your heart. Yep. Um, and so for her not to know. I'm and really not to ask. And not to ask. I was very perplexed when she said, yeah, she she was like, we didn't talk about, I didn't talk about politics with uh, Nick, so I didn't really know where he stood. My mm-hmm. first question to him would have been, who the fuck do you go for? Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Or just judged his reaction when the producers came in and told them who won. Right. I'm looking dead in his eye, looking him up and down yeah. and all around mm-hmm. to find out where did he stand. Yeah. And she said she didn't know. So that's weird. Very bizarre because that is a deal breaker for me. Oh yeah, I would need to know that. One hundred percent. I would have needed to know that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, thanks, Laura, for uh, thanks, making Laura. us aware of that interview. Yeah. Um, and then the next one is from Jill, mm-hmm. who is um, thirty-six-year-old girl from North Dakota. She's one of our white listeners. Yes. Shout out to you guys. That's a lot out there, I think. There are quite a few. There's quite a few. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. Um, <laughs> and just know that we're we're here for you, girl. We're here for your, your single life and for you just spending your money on yourself. Buy yourself some shoes for Valentine's Day. Yes. I always buy myself something nice for Valentine's Day. Do you? I buy myself whole lingerie sets. Oh, what? Lingerie sets? Oh, yeah. Oh, my 
my god. Yeah, absolutely. Valentine's Day has always just been another day for me. What? Also, like in my family, my parents never made it a thing. Oh. Like my dad sometimes brought home chocolates. Like Damn. maybe got a card for my mom, but they just Damn. like didn't make it a thing at all. Oh, growing wow. up. Yeah. My dad always made it a thing. Your dad would. He's. So I know. He's such a. He's such a sweetie. He is. <laughs> oh, man. So I always just did it for myself. No, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, girl, Jill, I we love email us back to see what you, you did for yourself for Valentine's Day. Oh, we would yay. love it to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next two emails kind of coincide with each other. We have Nassim and Catherine. What up? What who up? both emailed us. Nassim emailed us and she said that she's a subscriber. So we love it. Thank you so Thanks. much. And Nassim is Persian. And she was telling us about The Bachelor Canada. Yeah. And about this. The Bachelorette Canada. Bachelorette Canada, sorry. Mm-hmm. And about this quote fine ass Indian man named Mikkel. Mm hmm. Spelled M I K. H-E-L. To not be confused with bundles. Mukkel. <laughs> um, Catherine also emailed us mm-hmm. a delicious screenshot of Mikkel. Yeah. You guys, look him up. He is fine as fine. shit. And we got two emails two talking emails. about this man with an attached photo. I thought mm-hmm. that was hilarious. <laughs> two, oh, two different races. Two, Yeah, two, two women, two different races. Mm-hmm. Both of them are American, right? I think. But yeah, watch. I think so. But watch Bachelor Canada. have watched The Bachelorette Canada. Yeah. And felt the need to send us... Uh, you know, told us to go watch the, the series and then yeah. look out spe- specifically for Mikkel. Mm-hmm. Who, spoiler alert, if you plan on watching, he made it to the the top two. Top two, yeah. Which is wild, because we've never even seen an Indian man on Bachelor Bachelorette America. Oh my god. And is there a, a big Indian population in Canada? Is there a big population of anybody in Canada? It's very white. It is. It like, is they have very white. Pockets of, there's like a whole Caribbean crowd that yes. lives there. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole. But otherwise, that place is white as hell. Yeah. And so, this is similar to Australia. Australia, yes, season that's right. two or season three, they had a black bachelor. Mm-hmm. Where they found his ass, <laughs> they did it. Yeah. I don't know what it. America, Yeah, they did it before us. Oh, man. I can't. And. Catherine said in her PPS, hold on one second, because I just have to pull this up, mm-hmm. that my voice really reminds her of Shireen Marisol Maraji from Code Switch, and she sounds like audio fondue. Like, I love how her voice sounds. Oh. And whenever I edit this, I'm like, oh, it's so annoying. So thank you so much, Catherine, for that compliment. That's so nice. Justine is beaming. Right I now. really <laughs> am. Thank you, Catherine. Catherine just made her whole day. I don't even know who she's talking about, but sure, her voice is lovely. It's great. Oh, God. Um, is that it for a... So that, I think that's it for the Church announcements. announcements? Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Y'all know what time it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time for the Peter and Eric update! <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. Uh, Justine. Okay, so Eric Bigger has some big news. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. He launched his podcast, Bigger Talks. 
Oh. Um, and it's going to be launching every Wednesday, so it's competition for us, but that's fine. You can just subscribe <laughs> to both of us. Um, and it's going to be about subcultures and pockets of American life. So what is it about? That's the thing. It sounds made up, right? Everything he says what does sounds that mean? kind of made up. Um, he's talking about the power of diversity and the power of spirituality and sexuality and all kinds of different things. He's going to have guests on, okay. which I'm excited about yeah. because as much as I love my boo, you know I love my bae, do. I don't want to hear him talking for 30 minutes straight. No, he needs some guests to mm-hmm. like break it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I'm excited for this. Nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be listening. I'm gonna be Exciting. Yeah. Good for Eric. Yeah. Entering into the podcast space. Yeah. We need another Bachelor podcast. <laughs> you know, because there aren't enough already. It's not enough. He already has five stars. The nice. five star rating. So yeah. we're excited about Bigger Talks. And also, you guys, um, just in case you're uh, nasty McFreaky like me, Every Monday, he films himself getting out of that cryotherapy chamber. So. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He goes weekly? Yeah, he goes weekly. So that's shows. why you talk about it every week. He literally goes <laughs> weekly. Every week. Wow. So he's either sponsored by them or he has more money than I think he does. Because that looks expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> no, it's expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. So. Huh. I'm going to try that. I Me too. Someone else will pay for it. <laughs> well, they have Groupon ones, but I'm scared. Because we're going to get locked in. Oh, God. <laughs> you know some, like, dungeon in Chinatown. <laughs> It's like a room in this one random like cryotherapy like chamber. It's like an old fridge. It's like an old fridge. (laughs) Come inside. Oh god, what did I pay for? Oh my god. Nice. Good for Eric. Yep. Um, What's up with Peter? Peter. So Peter, y'all, he is officially selling gear. (laughs) Oh, Peter merch. Peter merch. Oh my god. I don't think he's had it before, or maybe I missed it, but he's selling little beanies that say, I think, like Peter Cross Fitness or whatever his Peter K Fitness, whatever his thing is. Um, t shirts and those like swell water bottles. Oh, okay. Nice. So he's selling his gear. And uh, today was Daisy, his dog's birthday. Happy birthday, Daisy. That dog is so cute. She's so cute. She is She's so bad. She is bad. She is <laughs> She's so cute, though. up his house. <laughs> <laughs> she is adorable. Aww, and he did a little Instagram video where... Um, he made like a bowl of like all her favorite things. Oh my god. It was god. like peanut butter and like bananas yeah. and like every treat imaginable. <laughs> oh it's funny because I we do the same thing for our dogs at home. We do? Yeah. They have no idea it's their birthday. <laughs> they just randomly once a year get like a piece of filet mignon and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> but we used to do the same thing for That's so cute. Not for this badass dog we have now, but yeah. Hayes, our beloved dog that passed away yeah. two summers ago. Um, yeah, he used to always get a nice little birthday celebration. That is so funny. So fun. And doesn't he get a hat too? I feel like I remember. Yeah, yeah, him a yes, hat. we do put a little hat on them. Yeah. And, you know, make them look like a puppet, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Trailing them around, taking pictures, and they literally have no idea no what's clue. going on. But he will take that filet mignon. Thank you. Oh my god, that's so cute for Daisy. Yeah, Daisy, happy birthday, Daisy. Aww. Um, but that's really it for Peter. Okay. Outside of that, a little Bachelor Nation news. So, Bachelor Winter Games is tomorrow. Yay! Premieres. Um, and it's going to be Tuesdays and Thursdays for the next two weeks. So that means Justine and I have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do, you guys. We have a lot of recaps mm-hmm. because we do want to, you know... 
be faithful to you listeners. Yeah. And so we are recapping Winter Games. Mm -hmm. And just wanted to let you guys know, like, our schedule, when to expect things. So per usual, every Wednesday we will have Ari's recap. Um, And then for Winter Games, for the Tuesday episodes, we will release the recap on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And for the Thursday Winter Game episodes, we will release the episode either Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, sometime during the weekend. Sometime during the weekend. So if you subscribe to us, you should get the little notification um, letting you know that the episode has dropped, and it's going to be a very exciting two weeks. It is. A lot to talk about. A lot of content to talk about. A lot of content, and I'm Mm -hmm. so excited for Winter Games. That's just like a whole other conversation. Yeah. Which we'll get to tomorrow when we recap it. (laughs) Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Um, All right. Let's hop into this juicy, juicy episode. Initial thoughts. Initial thoughts. Um, I, as a non-serious Bachelor viewer, mm-hmm. have never been so proud of a Bachelor contestant mm. as I have in Jacqueline. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. <laughs> speak on I mean, we don't speak on it now, but we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it because mm-hmm. my girl, she really just did Came us well. All the way through. Yeah, she really did. Oh, man. So proud Truly. of Jacqueline this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a lot of tears this week, but rightfully so, I think. It's getting hard. Yeah, it's getting tough. It's getting tough. It's the, getting the tough. episode before hometown, so it's yeah. like shit's real now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everything else, I think I'll save. Save. Yeah. Okay. Um, my initial thoughts: the three girls who were completely out of his league, yeah, went home. All left. Hallelujah. That's <laughs> true. Oh my God! What's left now are all girls who. Are suited for him, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Between Becca K, Becca yes. K, right? Becca, Becca K, K, Tia, Lauren, or Kendall, they can each. I can each see each of them with him. And even Kendall's a little too good for him, in my even opinion. Even Kendall's a little too good. <laughs> yeah. But even she, I could see making it work. Yeah, she could. Yeah. I could see her making it work, mm-hmm. but still not mm-hmm. ideal. But yes. Yes. The three good ones. Three girls who had no left. business being there left, and <laughs> yep. I'm so happy. Yeah. Let's get into the episode. Yep. Um, okay, so we're in Tuscany, Yay. which I learned was a region. I know. I didn't know that either. It's always talked about like it's a city, but yeah. it's the whole region. Um, and so they're in Pisa, and Chris Harrison comes up. And, you know, he always just drops all kinds of bombs on these poor girls. <laughs> Let's them know there's no no rose ceremony this week. Ugh. There's going to be three one-on-one dates, one group date, and there are going to be roses on all of the dates. Seeing as this is the week before hometowns, mm-hmm. if you don't get a rose, you're going home. You don't get to bring them home. Right. If you do get a rose, it means you're going home and you get to bring them back with you. And then do you speak to your parents at all and tell them, like, I might be bringing this 36-year-old white man home? See you later. Bye. I th- well yeah they have to of yeah. course you know, look I mean there's already producers like location scout producers that are at their homes oh, setting shit up wow. getting permission to if they're gonna film in a restaurant for, yeah you know where they before they go home they always have like lunch or something yeah they gotta get permits and shit for all of that oh yeah wow. so okay. there's people already like home staking that shit out I mm. think okay. Um, and of course, at some point, the girl has to call the parents. Like, yeah, and coming home and bring this dude. Yeah, so be ready. Okay, you know, hide all the craziness. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, so this is Tuscany. This is big. This is big. The pressure is on. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacqueline, you know, throwing in all the SAT words. Oh my God, <laughs> Jacqueline. She said, "I'm on the precipice." Precipice. Which I had to remind myself what that meant. Oh my god, I love it because I took Latin. Oh, so I love it. You did Latin high school? Yes, I did Latin oh, high I didn't school. Know that. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes, with all these words all that these derived words. from Latin. Nice. Woo! So she said, I'm on the precipice where I can make the decision to fall mm-hmm. in love. Um, but then she said, I'm questioning, am I just falling in love with the, f- with the idea of falling in love? Everything about those that paragraph is <laughs> so phenomenal. Just, I mean, Jacqueline, she reminds me a little bit of Peter. Yes, and me too. they are logical realists. Yeah. Who, they don't do well on this show. <laughs> <laughs> because this isn't reality, this shit's nuts. Right. Makes no sense, none of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they always get to that moment where they're like questioning everything. Mm-hmm. Is any of this real? Yeah. Am I f- actually falling in love with him? Or am I just falling in love with the whole hoopla? Right. And so Jacqueline is, that's what she's going through right now. And for her to say, to make the decision to fall in love. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't know that love is a decision that you make every day when you wake up and you look at that snoring, drooling nigga next to you. <laughs> you're like, yes, you forever. That's a decision. Choosing to be here. You are choosing that <laughs> decision. Yeah. So I love that she said that. Yes. Uh, it was very powerful. Very I thought. powerful. Yep. Um, and so the first date card is a one-on-one. It's going to Becca K. Let's yeah. fall in love under the Tuscan sun. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Becca K. It's time for her one-on-one date. Ari pulls up in yet another red convertible. Yeah, I was like, so where like are they theme? getting all these? Where are they getting all these cars? Yeah. Beautiful cars. We were like, hope this one works. <laughs> yeah, because I was afraid. Yeah, it's going to break down. So, Becca comes, you know, she's wearing a very beautiful, flowy, so floral cute. dress. Yeah. Very fitting for, like, a Tuscan, mm-hmm. you know, day, just walking in the streets kind of dress. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Ari, he's, you know, excited for their date. Um, he said that they they haven't seen each other in forever. Yeah. Or she hasn't had, a, like, a one-on-one. Like, a whole day. A whole day with him mm-hmm. since her, since the first date, actually, of the yeah. season, which was hers. Um, and he said, you know, we're missing that romantic connection. He's feeling a little bit stuck. So he's excited to, you know, get back in there with her. Mm-hmm. So their date is basically walking around Barca, I think is the name. Barca sure. was the name of the town. Um, it's a nice, cute little quaint Italian town. And they're just walking around, buying things um, for a little picnic that they're setting up. But wait. <laughs> What's this is my Ari can get it. <laughs> that was fast. We just started the episode. I know. What? I know. But Ari can get it. I really liked, and you know, I you know, I have to take it frame by frame, y'all. <laughs> so there's one frame <laughs> where they're walking down a uh, alleyway, mm-hmm. and you see his whole outfit head to toe, mm. and there's something about Converse on a date that like really do it for me. I'm I love Converse. Ooh. So. You gave him you gave him or you can get it moment another time when he was right. Yes, when he's walking the dog. <laughs> you have <Swear>. thing. <laughs> I have a fetish, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the shoe that you're in love with. You know, not Ari. Let's get it straight. You know I like him ripe. 
Yes. You are like right. Oh god. And so for them to be wearing Converse's to me it has like a useful touch. Yeah. I think. It's a nice little contrast with the gray yes. hair. Yes. And then yeah. a little like, little youth youthful shoe. Youthful shoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I like it. So okay. I'm glad it I, I enjoy. I can dig but it. But I liked his whole outfit today. It was good. It was, it was like a gray jean mm-hmm. and a um button up mm-hmm. that was like a chambray button up, but it had like a little bit of a print. Okay. So a little something. Nice. Yeah. Something Sorry, to nice. it. Okay. Because God only knows. Yeah. He's really good at the grandpa sweater. Yeah. We're in sunnier places now, so I think he gets yes. to retire the grandpa sweater. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Lord have mercy. Um, but yeah, that was my Ari can get it moment. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you are getting some cookies. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Becca is just having the time of her life. Yeah. She said, you know, you're very easy to travel with. Okay. <laughs> How does she know? I don't know. How does she know? One She's day. literally sharing a bed with another woman who's <laughs> his girlfriend. Yeah. How does she know he's good, good to travel, travel with? with? I think cause she mentioned that she's only ever been on a, a trip with an ex, oh, yeah. her ex, and they went to San Diego. Yeah, right. That was probably a nightmare of a trip. <laughs> So Ari's like, this is great to her. Yeah. They're getting along. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that San Diego trip. They were at each other's throats. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, she's enjoying her time. And Ari, you know, he said he was worried that they lost their passion, but mm-hmm. it seems like they found it again. Yeah. They, they seem to have a good time, at least during the date portion. Yeah, definitely. She was working. <sighs> we mean, Becca was working hard to establish yeah. that connection on yeah. this date. Because she knew it had been so long. Mm-hmm. She was like twirling herself around at one point. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my she was even waiting for him to oh, wow. to do the in, in and out, the in and back. Twirl, yeah. Nope. She's like, no, let me twirl myself. <laughs> yeah, look at me having fun. I'm, I'm having so much fun with you. You're so great. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> She's getting to work. Yep. Meanwhile, back at the house. Jacqueline's going through it, y'all. Oh my god. She's going through it. She said she's having swirling doubts. Swirling doubts. So she said she'd she's developed feelings for him, like on her one-on-one last week. Mm-hmm. But something doesn't feel feasible. Solid, solid word. Solid vocab. She's very particular with her word choice. Yeah, because she knows what words mean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can't just be saying shit. Yeah. She said something didn't feel feasible, Mm -hmm. which I, to me, that was a nod to the fact that she told him she's about to pursue her PhD. Yeah. Right. And him living in Scottsdale, or him being cemented in Scottsdale. Right. Yeah. And her pursuing a PhD, which can really take her anywhere. Mm -hmm. As we said last episode, this shit ain't feasible. (laughs) (laughs) So finally she got some sense knocked into her. And she's starting to really rethink this. Mm -hmm. And that something between them isn't really feasible. Along with all of that, she's she's really just not trusting her her emotions. She's not trusting her gut. And she's also making a lot of comparisons Mm. to herself and the other women. She's saying Mm. like a lot of these other women know what kind of partner they'd be. And I don't know what kind of partner I would be. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm like, girl, you probably be the best partner. One of the best out of all of them. Mm -hmm. As we said, the three best left tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was also comparing herself to the girls because the other girls 
all seem so sure of their feelings. Yeah, they do. And for her, she said, this situation is so accelerated, how can I trust yeah. myself? Right. Thank wow. you, Jacqueline. In that wow, moment, Jacqueline. she got my invite to the cookout. Yeah. That, to me, is like the whole epicenter of this entire show. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is... The whole show is orchestrated for you to fall in love. Right, yeah. With these lavish dates and these... You know, taking you to the countrysides of Italy. Like, if I'm walking around with Ari, my ass might be in love with him. <laughs> Just the way it's all, you know, orchestrated to yeah, to build up. the romance. So she's recognizing, like, kind of like a Peter, that yeah. none of this shit is real. This whole situation is accelerated. So how can I possibly trust anything I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. I have to really compartmentalize and figure out if any of these feelings I'm having are even real. Yeah. And to that point, Mm -hmm. someone asked Jacqueline on Twitter what she's studying. Yes. She said clinical psychology, specifically mood and personality disorders, Mm. especially narcissistic, antisocial, hysteronic, borderline, and couples therapy. Wow. So that was her focus before going into the show. So she has academic background studying humans essentially <laughs> and personality disorders and imbalances ah. so she knows if something doesn't fit basically yeah. she just, she knows if the puzzle is not all yep. put together so Jacqueline she she knows how to read people mm-hmm. she, she has a good read on people yeah not even just like gut feeling but like no literally scientific like she's stu- <laughs> yeah, scientifically studied people and personalities so I think she she just had a gut feeling that Something is off about their personality mesh. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, logistically about their lives, but then also I think she feels off about Ari specifically. Yeah. Like something about him is yeah. not is not the best fit for who she is. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Jacqueline. Yeah, we love good that. for you. Um, but yeah, another reason why she got my invite to the cookout was this next line, which had me dying. She said, I, I just can't visualize conversations between him and my parents. Do you know how hard we laughed? <laughs> Y'all, do we know? We, Yo. Like hyenas. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Because you know both of her parents are Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, straight up. They've invented science, her parents. Like, <laughs> she's got her PhD in, like, all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. Her parents are brilliant yep. minds. And... This dude barely, <laughs> no, quote, barely graduated high school. As he keeps saying, he keeps reminding us yep. that he's a dumbass. <laughs> this ain't us trying to, like, shame no. him. No. He has reminded us time and time again that he is not the brightest star in the galaxy. <laughs> and so she's like, look, I don't know how I can bring this home to my astrophysicist parents. <laughs> What are we going to talk about? What, what is this going to be? Oh, Love boy. it. Jacqueline, see you at the cookout, girl. Yeah, that was fantastic. See Bring a little, you know, green bean casserole. Yeah. <laughs> For us black. And, and a book. And Bring a, a book. book recommendation. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Back on Becca K's date. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> I forgot about her. Um, so it's nighttime now. They're going for dinner or whatever. Um, and so Ari asks her, you know, who would I meet on our on your hometown next week? You know, she tells us she's going to meet her mom, her mom's boyfriend, her Uncle Gary. And then she said, you know, I don't... She's like, yeah, I don't I don't know if any of them are really ask you, like, tough questions. Which is his dream. Which is his dream. <laughs> and 
And her, like, dropping little nuggets like that is, like, letting him know, like, it's going to be an easy hometown. Easy, yep. easy. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't be worried about me. Like, we'll come home and, like, have fun. My parents aren't scary or anything like oh that. Oh, my God. It's a theme with him. Believe. Yeah. He just needs ease. Yeah. That's he it. He needs a very easeful... Easeful... Like, this relationship. Yeah. Which he's so simple-minded. That's the thing. Because <laughs> desiring an easeful life... There's nothing wrong with desiring an easeful life. Mm-hmm. I also desire an easeful life. Hell yeah, I don't want pain but, heartache. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that relationships are not easeful. No. Otherwise, they're not fruitful. That, yeah. So... Not to say it has to be hard and treacherous, no, but there's no. got to be some depth there yeah. in your relationship. Yeah. And so, yeah. And he doesn't want that. No, he wants it <laughs> easy. Um, and then he asks her, you know, have you brought anyone else home before? And she reminds us, which I, I totally forgot about this, of her last boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And they were together for seven years. Wait, remember, they were together seven years on and off. On and off. Which means Becca K got dickmatized. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah. She was just... You kept going back to that D. Quote, unquote, hanging out for seven yeah, right. years. Yeah, I was like... Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> hanging out with someone for seven goddamn years. Yep. And so she said he was the last guy that met her family, but she... She said that they never had an official meeting. Right. As in, she di- she didn't do the whole, mom and dad, here's my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, boyfriend, mom and dad. It was more like they met sporadically, which is what she said. Yeah. Which is probably like, they were at the parking lot at the Walmart. Right. <laughs> and they were like, oh shit, that's my dad going to get Oreos. <laughs> Let's go say hi. Let's, yeah, I right. have to say hi. Or she's home with the boyfriend. Hanging out. Hanging out. And the mom comes over to like drop off something. And yeah. he's like on the couch like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Oh my god, drinking the Simply Orange. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. For seven years, and but that, it's so typical. I think people forget about this because of TV shows like The Bachelor and because of a lot of um, norms that we had, normatives that we have, mm-hmm. that a lot of people have not either brought anybody home, a la my husband Eric, mm-hmm. or just kind of like didn't feel that they the person they were with and the person they could share their body with and their life with was good enough to share with their family. Mm-hmm. A lot of people feel that way about people in their yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Which is so sad. That is. But also Yikes. so real. That also is like a testament to like dating now, I feel like. Right? Because I feel like it is, very, it is a very old school, like 1950s, yeah. mm-hmm. like we're going steady thing to like yes. bring your boyfriend home and it's mm-hmm. like an official thing. I feel like Becca, I mean, we're clowning Becca right now, but I feel like this is the norm. No, yeah, totally. Their parents have met their boyfriend in, like, fleeting moments. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God. And they don't even tell them they have a boyfriend. It's like a whole thing. It's like a whole, it's a different time. It's a whole thing. Because Becca's our age, right? She's, like, 28, 29. I think so, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Sadly. That sucks, yeah. I feel you, Becca. Someone you've been with for seven years, you would think, or you would mm. hope that Mm-mm. her answer to that question would have been a bit different. Yeah. Like, yes. My parents, they love him. He came over first. She didn't do all that. Yeah. She didn't no. say that. Like, he spent Christmas with us. Like, my mom and him get along so great. Mm-hmm. She was like, they've met sporadically. <laughs> Which means for seven years, they didn't have much of a relationship no. with, her parents didn't have much of a relationship with this dude. Yeah. Yikes. Um, so after that reveal, she then reveals that she's falling for him. 
I'm falling for you. She said it. Man, oh man. She's joined Tia in the club. Yeah, in the boat. Yep, because she knew what she had to do to get that damn rose. Because <laughs> <laughs> she hadn't seen him forever. So yeah. she's like, I got to pull out all the stuff. Yep. He replied back, um, or I guess, I think he said this in his confessional. I could see a future with her. Yeah. Yep. Time for the date rose, and no surprise, she gets the date rose. Obviously. It was a very easy, breezy day. <laughs> she's going home to meet his... She's going home to meet the Kutherans? Oh, something horrible. The last name was very difficult. Not that... <laughs> it's, it sounds like that furniture store. Remember that furniture store that left, that uh, got out of business? Raymore and Flanagan? No. Oh. <laughs> um... Hoffmore Koofman. Oh, Huffman Coos. Huffman Coos. Yeah. It sounds just like that. I didn't, yeah, I didn't catch what she said, but it was a it was a very interesting yeah. K last name. Yeah. Um, so she got the rose. They're all excited. They're you know pushed up on these cobblestone walls. Mm-hmm. Ari's doing his whole kissing bandit his thing. Whole routine. It's his thing. He was known for like the push up against the wall. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, make out. So. That's sorry. Some of the things that he does are so simple, and I wonder why every man doesn't do them. Like the push-up against the wall? Yeah, that seems simple. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> next. Next. Oh, next is, I'd rather not talk about this. Um. Well, well, so back at the house, another date card comes, and it's a one-on-one for Lauren B. <laughs> The date card said, let's break down our walls. Now, Lauren B. literally just got a one-on-one, mm-hmm. like, last week. Yeah. <laughs> so she's getting another one. So all the girls in the house, like, all their faces were like, what? Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I haven't <laughs> seen him in a month. Yeah. Um. So Lauren gets her date, and she's all excited. Meanwhile, our girl Jackie. <laughs> Jackie is. Jackie's the best. Still going through it. So she said again, the doubts, the doubts have just keep creeping up on her. Yeah. And it's come to a head and she's decided she needs to go speak to Ari. Mm. Yeah. So she saddles up to his hotel room. Oh my God. Which is a, definitely a moment in Bachelor, like in the Mm. course of the episodes, Mm -hmm. when you get an impromptu knock. Yeah. That's like that a, is moment. a moment. That means someone's either exiting mm-hmm. or that's usually what it is. Yeah. A girl or yeah. a guy is taking their time to like go talk to the bachelor. That means they're leaving. Yeah. So she, you know, goes to Ari's room. They, you know, sit down to have a chat. She swiftly <laughs> <laughs> takes a swig of his wine. It's so good. Because <laughs> she's like, fuck, I need yeah. courage for this. And she basically tells him, like, look, I didn't, I didn't expect to develop feelings um, for you, and part of me is falling for you, mm-hmm. but I'm not confident enough in my feelings to bring you home. Yeah. And she said it, she, during their amazing date last week in Paris, was Paris? Paris. Yeah, Paris. Yeah. She had a moment of doubt yeah, during the date, which during is no surprise. the date. Oh, no. no surprise at all. They all have doubts during know, their dates. I know. But because it's their one-on-one and they're simultaneously there for a, a game. Like, mm-hmm. they want to get that rose at the end. <laughs> they, like, they squish them doubts. 
And so, yeah, she said she was having a moment of doubt on their date. And um, she's just scared about, quote unquote, worried about ending up in Scottsdale with you and then wondering, how did I get here? <laughs> because that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. And she would have recorded tape and footage of how she got there and be like, shit, what? I had all these feelings and all these gut feelings and I didn't honor them. Because I also have all these brains in my head. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm sitting in Scottsdale. And now I'm sitting in Scottsdale looking around like, how the fuck did I end up here? Oh my god. This is not the future I painted for myself. I'm so proud of her. I'm very proud of her because she's having these doubts and conflicting feelings and she is doing what most girls on the show don't do yeah which is be honest to with themselves Mm -hmm. because if most of the girls were honest with themselves half of them would leave yeah the show not even not even ari i'm talking for everybody even for the bachelorette if most people were honest in their feelings for the person that they came on the show for Mm -hmm they would probably leave. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people feel deep down that they don't really feel it like that with the person. Yeah. Sure, they get along. Sure, they're hot. Sure, they're having a good old, t- good old time. But deep down, they're all kind of like, uh, yeah. is this really the one? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but let me go with it. Or they had plans before the show mm-hmm. and feel s- stronger about those plans than they do the person. Mm. Like, Jackie probably... We're calling you Jackie now, bro. You want in the cookout. Jackie. 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 There's only one Jackie. And that is the mama from Sister Sister. Mm -hmm. Um, Jackie probably feels stronger about her PhD than she does Ari. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Which is totally understandable and the right thing to do. Yeah. Because she knew from last episode when she revealed that she's doing this PhD program and they were, and he still gave her the rose. Yeah. And she was like, and they were both like, we'll just cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> and now they're there. And now they're there already. <laughs> and she's like, wait, the bridge is here and yeah. we ain't gonna cross the shit because it doesn't make no damn sense. So, yeah, she basically is like, I'm, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Um, very confusing the goodbye because she I mean she was very confused yeah she said I'm so majorly attracted to you she kept grabbing his face and like making out with him cuddling up to him at one point I was scared I was like she's gonna change her mind yeah I thought so too oh my god cause he still seemed open to having her stay he wasn't like fighting for her he was asking the dumbest questions I've ever heard I was like alright this isn't a one on one (laughs) Like, this is a conversation with another human being. You don't have to ask these probing questions. He was asking questions probing her. Like, well, what do you feel? Well, what's the difference between you feeling this and this? Like, can you say what you feel? Yeah. Like, can you expose yourself or are you afraid of her? I feel like in that moment, I, th- I feel like he knows deep down Jacqueline isn't going to win. Yeah. Like, he knows yeah. that she's not going to yep. win. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't going to fight for her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He also was still kind of open to having her around. Mm-hmm. So th- I feel like that's why he kind of was giving these like, okay, let me just ask these obligatory yeah. questions to show that like I'm interested. Yeah. But really, mm-hmm. he was not going to fight to keep her there. Ugh. Yeah. Terrible. Um, so yeah. So she, you know, they did a whole lot of making out. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Very bizarre. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you're going home. Stop kissing them. I know. A lot of making out, and then she's like, all right, gotta go. See you later. And then Ari said, if you have any regrets, come back home. See, that he said come back home. 
That's what I wrote down, but I'm not. He said just like that. I would have caught that. I questioned my own self. Like, yeah. oh, no. Come back to me. Come, come back, back to, to me. me. That's what that says. Come back to oh, me. come back to me. Sorry, I, I, I melded into two words. Okay. Come back to me. To me. Which, again, to me, that felt like another Ari, like... Hallmark card. Hallmark card. Um, just loaded statement that he really doesn't mm-hmm. even, like, believe. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe that. Because he re- he knows he's done. She ain't going. Win. <laughs> That's what it is. So, yeah, she left. She's in the hallway bawling. Oh, my God. She's crying so crying bad. Crying her eyes out. And then she said, like, I feel like I found love here, but I don't think it was the love. Yeah, I don't even know if it was all the way love, but right. you know, Jackson, let's talk about the first part of that. Story, yeah. exactly. <laughs> was it love? You know, not sure. Maybe it was though. What? No, maybe it was. Ja- Jacqueline is in love with Ari. <laughs> maybe it was. They had a really great one-on-one date. In love with Ari. <laughs> maybe she did. She had. Those are feelings of like. Those are like natural butterfly, mm-hmm. honeymoon, you just met this guy and you're excited for him. But if you're talking to a guy for two love. months, oh yeah. Let me not try to put this into logic. Yeah. I can't fit into logic. It is Never not mind. logical. Never I mind. love. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jacqueline exited stage left. Oh man. And I am so happy for her because she's way too good for him. Yeah. She's the first of the three that go home that is too good for him. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You do not need to be giving up your PhD dreams no. or compromising them in a way Mm-mm. to go shack up with this lame dude who was intimidated by you, <laughs> first of all. Who was 10 years older than you. Who was 10 years older than you and mm-hmm. is intimidated by you mm-hmm. for your smarts or intelligence. Mm-hmm. And no, you can find someone better and way on your level. Yeah. So I'm so happy she left. Mm -hmm. See ya. (laughs) Next date. Our favorite. Oh my God. Lauren B. I give you guys that just yawned. It was a symbol. (laughs) Lauren B coming with a big ass yawn. Jesus Christ. So he, I mean, we literally saw them have a one-on-one last week Mm -hmm. where she ain't say shit. (laughs) So he's giving her another chance, essentially. Yeah, which is very nice of him. Very nice of him. They are having their date in a town called Luca. Yeah. Which is the name of my dog. Yeah. <laughs> Italian Greyhound. Very fitting. <laughs> Luca. And they are just going to bike around, have fun. One thing I noticed about her, which is a direct contrast to Becca, she's really bad at eye contact. Yeah, she is. And it's like a nervous thing, I get it, mm-hmm. but she always like looks away or she doesn't look him dead in the eye or she doesn't hold it. She'll like look at him and say something and then look off. And I feel like Ari doesn't test her the way that he tests some of the other women. Well, not at all. Which is so sad. Yeah, not at all. She gets like all the ease. Yeah. All the excuses and everything. Oh my god. Um my Ari can get it moment. What? This date. When they were biking along and he was like, look what I can do. Oh yeah, got up on the <laughs> bike. Got up on the bike. And okay. Was, like, standing. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I've always been into like, well, listen, I've always been into like skater edgy yes. kind of guys. Yeah. Um, who do like cool tricks and like extreme sports and shit. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, saw a little flash, a little flash. I'm telling you guys, frame by frame, frame by frame. <laughs> it's 
saw it in Ari and then quickly got over it. Yep. Um, so Lauren, very perplexing th- thing that she said. Oh my God. Where she said, you know, I've broken down my walls for him more than with anyone else. That's terrifying. Horrible. <laughs> what the fuck did these other guys see? That they, This man who was engaged to her, mm-hmm. what did he see? I think, I think the Lauren B that we're seeing is someone who is still so broken from her last relationship. Yeah. She hasn't yeah. fully healed. Yeah. That's like a sure. whole thing. The whole reason why she's like this is mm-hmm. she's still hurting and not fully healed from that last dude. Yeah. So I feel like we're getting a different Lauren B than the Lauren B that was in that last relationship. Okay. Yeah. I think. Maybe. I don't I don't think she was this cl- I think she's this closed off as a result of that relationship. Yeah. Um yeah. True. So, anyways, they arrive in this, you know, small little town, I guess the downtown of Luca or whatever. And you know, wow. It's so Italian. You guys. Lauren B with the wows. It's so Italian. We're in Italy. Hello. No shit. <laughs> oh my god. I like, get what she was trying to say. Like it looked so, you know, like textbook Italy with like That's the, the thing. Villas she could have said it looks so stereotypical. It looks like a picture book. Yeah. It looks like a movie. No. Oh. Wow. It's so Italian. Oh. Four words. We got four words out of her. <laughs> Give her some credit. <laughs> God. Um, they're still walking around in silence. Dead silence. Again, more silence. They're walking around downtown Luca. Silence. And Ari. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media, just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me. It's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help. From eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family, therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. He just, just keeps giving her excuses. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you know, I understand she's shy. I understand she's nervous. Like saying all this shit in the confessionals for why she's literally being a, a mute again. <laughs> and I'm just like, this girl just gets all of the passes. Yeah, she does. My God. Yeah. And I'm confused. Why? Is it because the way she looks? Is that it? I get, yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. Because he's so in love with her, but it has, it can only be... His physical connection to her. That's it. Because he doesn't know anything about her. <laughs> we don't know anything about her. Yeah, we know nothing. I get it that the editing, we don't see everything. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't strike me that they've had deep, intimate conversations. No, and if... I, w- I would be shocked if the Bachelor producers and editors found a personality in her and then just totally edited it out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If the footage was there, they yeah, would have showed it. Definitely would have. They haven't showed us nothing because it wasn't there. Oh my god. <laughs> They're not just editing her into being a mute. Mm-mm. She was a mute. If they had footage of her talking and them having deep conversations, I'm sure they would have showed it because yeah. I'm sure they kind of want to show the audience like why he feels this way for her. And a reality show producers are always looking for a personality. Point blank period. Point blank period. So if they find one, they're going to harp on it. Yeah. And there's literally nothing there. There's nothing there. Because <laughs> there's no footage of it. Oh, God. Good Lord. So, you know, they sit down for lunch or whatever. And she asks him, you know, are you ready to meet my family? <laughs> and his response was, for lack of a better term, bitch, are you ready for me to meet your family? me do you even like me like what you mean and you know she said she's nervous because the last guy the last guy who met her family was obviously her her ex-fiance yeah and so of course she's nervous because this is the next the next guy Mm -hmm. so this is where i like figured out at that moment that she's not healed from that last guy yeah she's not healed from that she has no business being on this show (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah she she she's still so broken and guarded in all the terms from the last guy and so that's why she's feeling all of these emotions and scared and whatever for you know whatever she needs to go <laughs> so I can't even back at the house um Jacqueline leaving basically showed the girls that they too are picking Ari. Right. Yes. They had a nice little brief conversation about that. Mm -hmm. That It's not just about him picking them. Mm -hmm. They also are picking picking Ari. Yeah. Which I feel like, back to Jacqueline's whole thing and the Peter Realist thing, Mm -hmm. no one really comes on the show with that mindset. No. They all come there like trying to vie for his love and Mm -hmm. affection and attention and the roses. But really, you can pick this nigga too. Yeah. Right. If you're not feeling it, you can exit you can and leave. Left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So they're all like, yeah, we need to remind ourselves that. And then quickly forget it. <laughs> Next date card comes and it's going to CN. Yeah. CN's another one on one. And the card says, I'm searching for the one. Back on Lauren B's date, 
time for their romantic dinner this beautiful tuscan villa it was so nice it was so beautiful ari says you know this dinner is <laughs> untested <laughs> he said i need an aha moment with yeah. lauren yeah. um he said she's amazing and i wouldn't want to let that go home that's the thing. I don't think he needs an aha moment with this young lady. <laughs> because, well, you know what? I just think his aha moment is the same for everyone. Which is, I have feelings for you. Mm-hmm. I'm growing feelings for you. Yeah. That's and the same. Like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> Here, you got a rose. Yes. <laughs> just got to drop that your phone exactly. in love. And he is ready for it. Mm-hmm. So Ari asked her, you know, how do you feel? Like, are you ready to in- introduce me to your family? Lauren gives her same spiel. We've literally heard this exact thing. At at, least thrice. At least thrice. Same thing. I'm afraid to be vulnerable again. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she says, you're unlike anyone I've ever dated. Every time I'm with you, it's very obvious to me that I'm falling in love with you. And ladies and gentlemen... This was my Becky of the month, the month, Becky of the month, for four weeks in in counting, counting. that bitch could win and still get get the Becky of the week award, Lauren B gets the Becky of the week award for that bullshit right there, wow, every time I'm with you, it's very obvious to me (laughs) that I'm falling in love with you. You guys, this came out of nowhere. 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 This girl is literally a mute. She's given us and Ari nothing. No insight. We don't even know she likes Ari. Like, Ari was at this dinner still questioning (laughs) whether she liked him. Yeah. And she drops a bomb that she's fall. It's obvious I'm falling in love with you. Like, I I can't even like I don't even know where to start with that. No. What that even means. Like, she's just I saying can't. what she's supposed to. Yeah. That's it. Cause she's like, look, hometowns are next week. Yeah. I kinda like this dude. I wanna bring him home. Sorta kinda. That's so, good enough. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> sliding, I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. Becky of the month for that wagon shit. Oh my god, how god. funny. Duh. Ari's reaction when she said that was literally a blank stare. Yeah, it was very odd. It was very odd. He, because he was thrown back too. Yeah, yeah. He was sat down at this dinner unsure of how she felt. Mm-hmm. And then she just drops a whole thing saying, I'm falling in love with you. So his face was just blank. Mm-hmm. Then he excuses himself and says he'll be right back. So weird. Very bizarre. <laughs> and... I at this moment was like, "Yes, this bitch is going home." No, never. Get her the fuck out of here, please. But no, but no. So he goes and walks around the block. I don't know what he did. Yeah, I don't know either. And she's at the table crying, (laughs) shedding some tears. He comes back, and she was like, "I feel like something's off." Like he walked off. Like what happened? Ari says, you know, I want so badly for this to work for us. And then picks up the date rose, gives it to her, and says, I'm falling so deeply in love with you. It's crazy. No, it is crazy. I agree. This shit is crazy. (laughs) I agree. It's Ari. 
That is crazy. And the fact that he said that to her is also yeah. crazy. Yeah. Because is. that is kind of like bachelor taboo. You're yeah. Not, the guy is not supposed to say anything back. Well, isn't the contestant not supposed to say anything back? Regardless if it's you, a woman or a man? What do you mean? Bachelor or bachelorette. You're not supposed yeah, to say it back. That, yeah, they're not supposed to say anything yeah. back. The yeah. girls can say, I'm head over heel, head yeah. over heels. You're just supposed to kiss them and say thanks. Right. <laughs> But for him to not even just say, I'm also falling for you, he said, I'm falling so deeply in love with you, it's crazy. What is going on? Hari, what is happening? Something we're not seeing is going on, because there's no way that you're falling for someone who can't look you in the face. Yeah. (laughs) Who can't look eye contact. Like, what? Who, walking around Italy, has nothing to say. (laughs) No. Besides that, it's so Italian. It's so Italian and wow, wow, wow. Like, oh my god, ew. And like, we know nothing. Yeah. We know nothing. Nope. And the two of y'all are falling in love? Like, this is a joke. This is a joke. That's crazy. This is a complete joke. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but this is just a fucking joke. And so she gets the rose and she's going to hometowns. Oh Who are we meeting in hometowns? We don't know. Where is this chick from? Virginia Beach. We didn't know until after she got the rose. <laughs> Beats me. Yeah, sure as hell didn't know that. Yeah. Does she have siblings? No clue. Her parents. She has two parents. They're still married, I think. I don't know. Like, we, we I had known nothing. nothing. I had no idea what to expect. I don't get it. This whole relationship between the two of them is so a odd. fucking joke. Whatever. She might win. Yeah, oh, yeah. She yeah. definitely might win. She might win. She's got a strong... She's a hold. strong... She's a very strong contender. BTW, there's an 11 year age gap between those two. Just saying, she's 25. Yeah. No, oh wow. Mm-hmm. No one left is in their 30s. No. Everyone is. Nope. I don't know who the oldest is, but it's probably like the oldest age is probably like 27. Yeah. No, I think it's Becca K. Okay. I think she's like 28 or 29. Okay. That's like solid. Yeah. That's fine to be with a 36 year old. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was Lauren B. Mm-hmm. Becky of the month date. On to the next one-on-one, which is Sian. So, going into this date, Ari, you know, the last two dates, both girls said, I'm falling for you. Mm-hmm. So, Sian has, like, she has some things, like, stacked against her. Yeah, right. Because he's, he now, you're going home, so you need to bring home girls who are, like, definitely falling for you. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely paying attention whether she's going to say it or not or, you know, all of that. But he does give her some nice compliments. He says, Sienna's incredible. Yeah. Every time I'm with her, I'm impressed by her. She's very worldly. Just he's singing her praises. Every time, everything that we're thinking. Yeah. yeah. He sees, which is good. Mm-hmm. So he's not an idiot. It is. Yeah. <laughs> he's not an idiot. He well. sees it. So, for their date, they're going truffle hunting. So cool. Very cool. Yeah. I definitely want to do that. So, they're with this Italian dude, this old guy named Giulio. Yeah. And his little hound dogs. But they're not even hound dogs. They're, like, fluffy, <laughs> like, hypoallergenic right. dogs. So like, poodles and, like, <laughs> Bichon Frichets. Like, yes. running around, you know, hunting for truffles. Oh, my God. They're so cute. Yeah. It's such a cool date. I definitely want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, Sien, she's feeling good. Yeah. So I'm feeling very good about us. I feel very natural with Ari. Um, and yeah, she's, she's feeling confident. So they head to Julio's home 
for mm-hmm. lunch with his family. Homemade lunch. Homemade lunch. This whole date was like my dream. I love I this. I love this. They're cooking food. They're with an authentic Italian family. Mm-hmm. Half them niggas at the table ain't speak no English. <laughs> And they're cooking pasta, they're, you know, chatting, they're having, mm-hmm. like, connecting with this Italian family. Like, it's cool. Yeah. They're not just, like, walking around. They're, like, doing something, like, cultural. Speaking of chatting, mm-hmm. Cien is out here speaking Italiano. Yes. Speaking Italian to these people. Sitting at the table, smiling. They're all asking her, like, the good questions, mm-hmm. right? Like, are you ready for marriage? Yeah, deep stuff. And our nigga Ari is talking about the time that he worked at Pizza Hut. <laughs> That's right. That's his little connection to anything Italy. To anything Italy. I worked at a pizza place once. <laughs> he's trying to connect. Look at him. He's, okay. he's trying. All right. All right. Okay. That's him trying. All right. Sure. But then Cien, she studied abroad in Italy, right? Yeah. That mm-hmm. was, it was it was Italy and Brazil. In Brazil. So you got homegirl who's dropping Italy, Italian every now and then, mm-hmm. who lived here for a couple months, and he's in the back making pizzas, talk, reminiscing about his pizza like, high school job at Pizza Hut. Oh my god. Just showing the different leagues the that contrast. these two, yeah, two different yeah. leagues, living on two different planets. Yeah. CN, get the fuck out. Um, so yeah, great little date during the day. And then it's time for their night portion, their dinner. Which CN looked beyond. I mean, just usual. <laughs> this is just it another, is. it's a casual Tuesday for her. <laughs> yeah. Slaying. Just slaying. 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 So good. A trench coat and over the knee boot. Yeah. A cold shoulder. Her styling is always like 100% together. Yes. Because it's not just the outfit people, it's the no. whole styling. Uh-huh. The accessories, the, the side shoes. part. Yeah. Or a ponytail. Right, what you did with the hair. Yes. Because the outfit with a high pony and an outfit with like some wand curls. Different. Two different looks. Mm-hmm. You have to know the outfit and know what to pair with it. Yep. That's when you know you're a masterful styler. And she's a masterful styler who can speak Italian and I'm sure Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> we keep referring to Cien like she's like this multi-linguist. We don't even know. We don't know. But we're assuming. We're assuming. And it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, Cien sends up to dinner, shows up to dinner, ready to slide. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ari said it was very cool to see you in like a family setting. And Cien said, yeah, it was great being with the family where, you know, they express love so freely. Yeah. Which is just like the Italian way. They're mm-hmm. just very ex- it's a very expressive culture. And she said it made her, it reminded her of her family and how they are not very expressive mm-hmm. with the love. But she really appreciated kind of being in that setting today. Um, Ari, you know, he says, I think you're a very logical person. Yeah. And I myself am very emotional or lead with my heart. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to picture, you know, what the future would be like with you. And CN, so she brings back to Scottsdale. Yeah. And, you know, the future that they might live together. And she's, you know, she says, I recognize you're very situated in Scottsdale. And she didn't say I'm ready to move or anything. Mm -hmm. She said, I'm open to that conversation. And let me tell you why. Mm. Because I did a little... Research on Scottsdale. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, just cracked your whole fingers and everything. Hilarious. Scottsdale mm-hmm. is ninety percent white. Oh yeah, 
Arizona is one of the most problematic states. <laughs> sorry to the Arizona oh, sorry. listeners. Yeah. But it is. Was Arizona not the state where they were literally pulling over people who even just looked like Mexicans? <laughs> appeared Mexican. Yeah. And they were demanding to see IDs and shit. Yeah. So just putting that out there. Yeah. 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 Um so it doesn't shock me mm-hmm. that she said I'm open to the conversation because I don't know if I'm thinking too much into it, but if I was seeing that sentence would be a prompt for him if I'm dating a white guy to say, I know you'd feel uncomfortable, but I want to do X, Y, Z to make you feel better. Mm. You know? And he was like, yeah, okay. Like he didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. But in reality, he should address it. And ask her, like, what concerns and you And ask have? her, yes. What, you know, what questions do you have about Scottsdale? Something. What are you thinking about? Let's have the conversation. Let's have it now. Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't CN live in Scottsdale for a time? Oh, shit, I don't know. I feel like she said that during maybe episode one or two. Oh, wow. That she lived in Scottsdale for a moment in time. I don't remember. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. Yeah. I'm going to go back in my notes and look at that. Okay. I feel like she did say that. Okay. Um, so if she did, she could be speaking from experience. experience. Oh, like, Jesus. I moved there. Yeah. I did this. Mm-hmm. I want that conversation about this Scottsdale thing. I don't know if I'm moving back. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And um, hair is always laid, so like. Laid and slayed. Ugh. Laid and slayed. Yeah. So Ari. <sighs> He basically, I feel like this whole day he was dancing around sending her home. Yeah. Like, basically. With all these questions. Mm -hmm. What about this? And what about that? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like he just knew already going into it that she was going to go home. He was looking for, like, a wrong answer. Yeah. She was never giving a wrong answer, Mm -hmm. but he was kind of looking for it. Yeah. Um, So he asked, as he's asked everyone, do you feel like we've had enough time for you to bring me home? Mm -hmm. She says yes. Um, and, you know, I think she also is maybe sensing... His energy was off. Yeah. So she, too, was mm-hmm. sensing, like, this ain't looking good. And, you know, so she got slide in, like, I don't want this to be end, like to be yeah. over. I'm not ready to not have you in my life. Like, just trying to throw herself, like... <laughs> yeah. A bo- throw herself a bone. Throw herself a bone. Exactly. Boomerang a bone to <laughs> herself. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so Ari, you know, he grabs the rose... And basically lets her know that I think we should be further along. And I can't give you this rose. Which is a bullshit excuse if I've ever heard one. It is. Because further along compared to Lauren B? Right! Like, like is that the threshold of being far? Yeah. Because I don't know. where are y'all at? <laughs> Do you even know anything about her? He should have been more honest. He should have said... Yeah, I hate this excuse he gave her. Like, you are incredible, and I feel a way about it. Yeah. So I'm going to send you home. Yep. You're incredible, and I'm insecure compared next week. Yep. Uh-huh. So, so you got to go. You got to go. Yeah. Because I'm a mediocre man. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even that. Like... There's so many factors. Like, he could have been insecure about the whole race thing. He could have been insecure about her moving to Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have said that. Like, yeah. oh, that can't just be a conversation. It's a deal breaker for me, so you gotta go. Yeah. He could have said, like, yeah. he could have said something a little bit with a little more substance. A little more substance. But, like, yeah. a la Ari. 
He says things with no substance. Yep, shade up from a Hallmark card. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's why Sian was so disappointed. Yeah. At the end, yeah. and she said, "I feel blindsided." Um, I thought there was potential there. Like, if you had these feelings, why couldn't you have told me mm-hmm. beforehand? And rightfully so. Yeah. I think she would have been way more satisfied with an answer like, I'm worried about your conver- your reservations about Scottsdale, mm-hmm. so I think I'm sending you home. Yeah. But this whole, we should be farther along, like, that is She saw right through that and was yeah. like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Anyways. And with that, she said, my new line, which is, I wish you the best. Yup. Deuces. You ain't shit, bitch ass nigga. (laughs) Yes. Yes, the end. Yes. I love Love it. Oh my God, I cackled. It was so good. Because truly, he needs all the luck in the world. (laughs) He does. Sian's going to be out here. She's going to be flourishing. Oh, she's going to completely flourish and end up with a bomb ass dude. Yep. So who needs the the luck? <laughs> Yo ass, Ari. <laughs> Wish you the best. See you another bitch. Bye. <laughs> so, yeah, we gotta say goodbye to Sian. It was lovely. It was so sad. It was lovely. It's sad to see her sad. Yeah, it's sad to see... It's a selfish sad. Yeah. I just want to see her on TV. Right. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad because we have no more left. Yeah, <laughs> but um, she was too good for him. It yeah. was time for her to go. Like I'm again, the second girl who's too good mm-hmm. had to go. See you, Sian. Like literally, we will see you. No, we'll see you. Yeah, we'll see you yeah, we'll on other shows yep. or just doing well in life. Mm-hmm. Next up was the group date. So we have mm-hmm. Becca. Baby Becca. Yeah. Tia and Kendall. So they arrive at this beautiful estate, mm-hmm. Villa Real, which was apparently owned by Napoleon's sister. Oh, shit. I missed that. I think they said it's Napoleon somebody. Oh, cool. Auntie. Auntie. <laughs> Napoleon somebody. Um, can we talk about the outfits really quick? Yeah, let's talk about let's them. Let's talk about the outfits. Let's talk about them, yes. So Becca. Oh, God. What in the world does she have on? Becca looked again. Probably like how Tia's mom dresses. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a Pentecostal deaconess. Yeah. <laughs> yep. When I see a long jean skirt, that's all I can yeah, think. Becca. Mm-hmm. It was a knee length, like not even a pencil skirt. It was no. like a big was ass a line. A line. Mid length <laughs> skirt. She looked like she could be selling Senegalese food on fucking 119th and fucking Frederick Douglass. Joking. <laughs> Straight up though. That shit was huge. Oh my god. And then she paired it with a like big billowy shirt. Off the shoulder, which was I think I think this shirt paired with a like skinny jean. Yes, it's cute. It was like yeah. an off the shoulder kind of billowy shirt. Mm-hmm. But that plus that <laughs> Pentecostal girl jean skirt, and then she had some black flats. Oh my god! Yes, they were the black like lace up lace up flats. Oh my god! She literally could have been oh selling shea butter on one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! With a head headrest. Oh my. 
my god. Oh, the whole outfit from head to toe was terrible. It just didn't. And it was terrible because I know she could do better. I because we've seen her do better. Mm-hmm. She's had some questionable outfits. Yeah. Let's go back to the gown with the the black platform oh Spice god. Girl shoe that <laughs> yes. she had on. Yeah. She's had some questionable outfits. She has. But she's also had some good ones. Yeah. She's and this really one was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I kind of appreciated, I guess. She didn't have any makeup on, besides just like some mascara. She had some mascara on and a little brow. She, she had a little, a little brow, a little brow tint. Okay. But that was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, this is kind of not a theme, but we also have black yeah, girl Ashley, Ashley who yeah. didn't wear makeup, mm-hmm. which to me is very surprising because both of them, Ashley and Becca, were both twenty two, twenty three. Remember yeah. Ashley? Yes, Becca, that's very right. young. Yeah, and for them to not be wearing makeup and this generation of like Instagram models oh and makeup tutorials to be it's and... really on the verge of drag yes most makeup is on the verge yes. of drag makeup yeah and girls then... now are beating a whole entire face <laughs> and then some yeah and so for them to like not really wear makeup is really interesting yeah and they don't need it no they don't need it Becca no, looked no, great no. without the makeup she did and her skin is so um I don't know her skin is just really pretty yeah, she's cute little freckles and stuff. Yeah, she had her freckles. She had some, like, red spots, but they were, like, cute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It was cute. It's fine. Next outfit, Kendall, which I liked. Was Kendall was cute. She, she had a little crop top. Yeah. It was a cute outfit. Um, a little high-waisted mini skirt uh-huh. with the crop top and the booties. It was nice. Um, and then Tia, whose outfit just bored me to tears. It was so boring, I right? Like she, I feel like she's worn that outfit before. Probably. Or something, a version of it. I haven't been paying attention. It's basically like a like a blouse and black skinny pants. Yeah, it was whack. Mm, like, that was it. But speaking of makeup, mm-hmm. can we talk about how Tia looks on the couch talking to these girls with a glass of champagne versus how she looks on these dates? We've talked about that before. Her face oh is so Oh my gosh, she looks different. so different. She really does. Oh my god, it's so weird. It's, I think it's it could be the lashes. It's definitely the lashes for sure. Mm-hmm. And then also the lip. When oh. she puts on a lip, she overdraws her lips. Oh. And she does like a more a darker nude and it makes a world a of a difference, difference in yeah. her face. Yeah. She definitely looks different. Like so weird. Every time we see her. Every basically. time we see her. Yeah. Um, in general, I mean, aside from Kendall's outfit, which I thought was cute, I was just like, where are the I've come to slay outfits? Hello? Cause you are basically you're on a three on one. Yep. And this might be your last time. Mm-hmm. You're in the Tuscan countryside. Like, where are the... Where's the tight? Yeah, tight the something. tight something. Show a little... The cute little short dresses. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I was expecting more. They yeah. all look terrible. I mean, aside from Kendall. <laughs> yeah, Kendall looked very cute. Yeah, I yeah. was not impressed by the outfits. Um, anyways, first one-on-one time was Kendall who she's basically just like very excited to potentially move to Scottsdale and be with him and yeah she's all just excited basically um while she's having her one-on-one T and Becca are having a little chat and Becca says that she's had times you know where I wanted to go home and she's saying she's like yeah sometimes I just want to be home with my family and my friends and Tia Mm. is listening to her trying to be that friend to listen mm-hmm. meanwhile is orchestrating how she gonna bring this information <laughs> back to Ari oh my god not say it verbatim but yeah. basically be like this girl is not ready mm-hmm. and the question I had or the question I posted on Twitter was 
has Becca is Becca still living at home with her parents? You know she is. She's you still living at home with her parents. Yeah, because yeah. she said, "I want to be at home with my family." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's still living at home with her parents, which is fine. At twenty two, yeah. I was those dumb college and moved home. You're right. Yeah. Um, it's just odd to go from living home with your parents to potentially moving to Scottsdale <laughs> to get married to a thirty six year old man, and you're building a home <laughs> as a wife. <laughs> Like, what? Oh, my God. No. So I understand why you want to be home with your family. Yeah, That's your comfort, and this shit is all scary. Yeah. So Tia and her confessional rightfully is like, she just has a lack of seriousness, and Mm -hmm. it's starting to get to her. Um, And this reminded me of what um, Jacqueline said a couple episodes ago, where this is like, this whole thing is an experience Mm -hmm. for Becca. Yep. For these other bitches, this shit is life or death. Yeah. <laughs> they come to get yeah. a husband. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, then you see them crying in the confessionals talking about, that's their last chance of love. Yes. But for Becca, this is just like a fun experience. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't present a seriousness in mm-hmm. the way that the other girls do. As she shouldn't. As she shouldn't. If she did, that would be very concerning. Yes. If me. she said, this is my last chance at love and she was 22 yeah. years old, that would be really fucking <laughs> really weird. Really weird. Yeah. So Tia, it's time for her little one-on-one time. And, you know, her mission impossible is to throw Becca under the bus. And this is where she gets my Becky of the week. Ooh, Tia? Yes. Why? Tia. Why? Because she is really being a mean girl. She's being exactly what Crystal was being last week. Okay. Throwing Kendall under the bus is the same shit. She's using her relationship with Ari, which she solidified mm-hmm. like three episodes ago, mm-hmm. and saying like, oh, you know, I really don't want to talk about this, but mm-hmm. your girl, yeah. your girl over here yeah. is not doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And for her to bring another girl down mm-hmm. like that, I don't know. It just really, really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. It's not a good look. It's never a good look to be talking about any of the other girls mm-hmm. during your time. I'm giving her a pass. Okay. Because this is the date before hometowns. Yeah. So if there's any time to throw somebody on the bus, it's now. Uh, <laughs> you want this this rose more than any other rose yeah. is the one you want. Yeah. So I think she differs from Crystal and that Crystal was just Crystal overall was just nasty. A psychopath. Yeah. yeah. A psycho. And so the things that she was saying about Kendall weren't really warranted. For Tia, she wasn't saying anything, like, negative or mean, per se, about Becca. Mm-hmm. It was more like a general, I'm concerned that she's not as serious as me, and mm-hmm. that's making, that's bothering me. Yeah. And our connection. Yeah. And so. And she was like, oh, I don't know about, you know, this is for your heart. Mm-hmm. I don't want your heart to get broken. Oh, yeah. She was saying some strategic oh. stuff. <laughs> she knew what she was doing. Oh, my God. So annoying. And she also has horrible highlight and low lights. And it drives me <laughs> Wait, nuts. Wait, what is that? She mean? has those two blonde strands in the oh, front. And they drive that. me bananas every week. Because every time I see them, I think of the late... Was her name Stacy from What Not to Wear? Yes! And exactly. She had that, she had that yeah, natural. Yeah, that was right. her head grew. That little white patch in the front. Yeah, but yeah, Tia like blonded those two little pieces. It's and so Arizona dye job. Terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, you know, she lays it on them, saying it's you know Becca's on a different page than the rest of us. Yeah, and it's a lack of experience that's becoming bothersome to me. Mm-hmm. 
Ari didn't really say much back. He was kind of, he's very protective of Becca. I know. So he was like, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, Tia goes back to Becca and immediately tells her. Mm-hmm. She feels guilty because they all are kind of like friends. Yeah. And so she's like, look, before you go on your one-on-one, I have to let you know. And she says, I came here for marriage, and it bothers me that you're having some of the doubts that you said you had Mm -hmm. about wanting to go home and blah, 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 blah. And to be honest, I told him. Yeah. Becca immediately starts crying. Oh, of course. Immediately looked like a fetus. Oh my gosh, she looked like a literal baby. (laughs) A literal baby. You guys. Oh. It's like the no makeup. Plus. Plus, like that crying Yes. She looked so young. I just wanted to give her a hug and send her packing. <laughs> um, and she, so yeah, she's crying. She said, I'm, I'm sick of people saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, they're only saying this based on things that you said. Yeah, they're only, it's because of your actions. It's not yeah. because of your age. It's not because of the age. Yeah. You're the one who said, uh, you know, I, I miss being at home and mm-hmm. I miss my family and my friends. Like, none of these grown-ass girls are saying that because they don't miss their family and friends. They've been out the house. <laughs> or if Jacqueline was on this date, they'd be saying this about Jacqueline. Saying what? That she is having doubts. Right. And this, that, and whatever. Yeah. Like, it has nothing to do with her age. That's true. It's nothing to do with the, the age. It's yeah. what you said. Mm-hmm. You said that you had doubts, so they're bringing that to him. Um. So, now it's time for Becca's one-on-one. She walks up to him, and she's immediately crying. Mm-hmm. She's sad. You know, I hate not being seen for who I really am. You know, no one thinks I'm serious about being here. And she kept saying that. That was bothering me because, again, that's not the issue, Becca. Right. No one's questioning whether you're serious about being here. It's really a question of whether you're a serious candidate for marriage. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. That's Tia's issue. Mm -hmm. Is she a serious candidate for marriage? She's saying that, but in her actions and her words, like, I don't, they don't see the connection. They don't match. They don't, that, that shit doesn't match up. Yeah. And, you know, Ari's trying to comfort her and, she, you know, eventually she gets over it and they start talking about her hometown and, you know, who she, who he's going to meet and all that stuff. And she claims her family will have an issue with the age gap. Which they might not. They might not. Yeah. That is crazy <laughs> to me. 14 years is solid. And 14 years at 22 is That's solid. what I'm saying. This is their little baby. Be- like, this is their baby. Baby. 22. Yep. And she's bringing home a, a very seasoned, grade, literally the, salt, <laughs> salt, <laughs> not even salt and pepper, just barely any pepper, barely any pepper salt. in my hair, straight up salt, uh, um, home. Mm-hmm. And so why, the, while they might not have reservations, or so she claims, yeah. I feel like any parent, any father, if they're 22 sure. year old brought home this 36 year old man, yeah. any father would be like what is happening yeah Yeah. (laughs) what's going on so yeah that was their time Um, wait wait yes she also shows him her gray hairs (laughs) yeah that was her like look at me look at me i'm getting older (laughs) we match (laughs) look at my gray my single gray hair so funny and he like fell back in love with her at that moment it was so crazy good um, time for the date rose, and he has to award one rose at yes. this moment. 
I really didn't know who it was going to go to. I know, me either. I really had no clue. But it went to Kendall. And Kendall got my invite to the cookout this nice. week. Nice! Okay, Kendall. Yeah. Kendall is... I just really love how Kendall uses her kindness and her... Um, just as her weapon, as her strength. Um, mm-hmm. She uses just how her foundation is the best out of all these girls. Mm-hmm. Like, just her to the core as a human being. Mm-hmm. No other extra qualifications mm-hmm. that she is a fantastic person, a kind person, mm-hmm. and uses it to her advantage. And yeah. a lot of people who are nice like that don't know how to use it. Mm. And she does. Yeah. So I think she can teach me some things at the cookout. And I, I liked it. She radiates, like, positivity. Yes. And doesn't let anyone penetrate her energy to be negative. Right. That's how she got that rose last week. She Mm. didn't let Crystal penetrate that energy. That's true. She just, like, bounced it right back and was like, you know what? I actually feel sad for you. You're actually a whack bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, if I was you, I'd be a whack bitch, too. (laughs) That's true. So I like her a lot. She doesn't let too much affect her. Nope. She's just Mm -mm. kind and positive and doing her and getting through life. Yeah. Good for you, Kendall. Yeah. Come to the cookout. See you later, girl. <laughs> and so, yeah, so Kendall gets the rose. She gets the piece out on a little SUV. Yeah. And the two girls now have a two-on-one, essentially. Ugh. Which sucks. And they're headed to dinner. So, during dinner, Tia um, is the first to get a little one-on-one time with Ari. And again, she sounds like a broken record. Mm-hmm. She's confirming again. I do still have feelings Strong for you. Feelings for you. Do I am falling in love with you? Mm-hmm. My love grows every time I see you. Oh my god! Just doing the most, mm-hmm. <laughs> saying the absolute most. But I mean, she she. I mean, she said I'm falling for you like a decade ago. <laughs> she did. It was so long. ago. So long ago. So now she just has to keep saying it mm-hmm. essentially. Becca gets her little one-on-one time, and Becca's feeling nervous. I know she's she's real nervous. She's off her game. Even though she had the strong inner corner highlight in the inner parts of her eyes, did you see that glitter? I did. She it was a that's nice. a thing people do, right? They oh, put a little highlight in the, in the tear duct. I yes, in the tear duct. Uh-huh. I love it. Yeah. It was like a strong white glitter. Uh huh. Oh, it was right gorgeous. Corner. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was pretty. Um, and so, yeah, she's feeling nervous, so she's like, look, I feel like you see me. I know. She's one of those... Whipping out all of her lines. <laughs> all of her lines. in Seattle line. Or like some 1980s yeah. rom-com line. I feel like you see me. Mm-hmm. But there's more of me to see. Right. <laughs> and he just fed right into it. I do yeah. see you. <laughs> oh, my God. Good. <laughs> and then she said have a little faith in me yeah and she said it about three four times what because she knows yeah she knows she knew she was on she was on the outs Mm -hmm. um and she she did take the time to tell him i feel like i'm falling for you Mm -hmm. it was a little bit too late it was too late which sucks a little too late she was in the first place i would say since episode one oh yeah like becca was a front run there yeah but ever since he learned her age, I know she she was like a front runner in limbo. Mm-hmm. He his heart was like, do I 
just commit to this. Yeah. Date this 22-year-old, just commit. Or do I just have fun for a little bit and then send her home? Mm-hmm. I feel like he kept wavering what to do. Yeah. And, yeah. Eventually, her time came to an end. So sad. And the date rose went to Tia. Becca got packed up in the Suburban. That was so sad. It was sad. It was sad. I loved seeing her on camera. I did. And I would like to see her on something else. Mm-hmm. I said during the show that I'd like to see her at The Bachelorette, but I don't know if I mean that. But She's too young. She's way too young. Because all her guys are going to be like high school I seniors. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kyle, and I'm 18. <laughs> I just got admitted to a university in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. He's on spring break going on The Bachelorette. Like. <laughs> oh, jeez. But what was really sad that I thought mm-hmm. was that, in my opinion, as a viewer, Becca M. was the only one he actually fell in love with. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, he's for sure in love with her. Like, the only one. These other ones, I don't know what he's saying sure. and, like, what this is based off of. I'm not there. Maybe there's something. Maybe. But he, Becca M was yeah. the only one that mm-hmm. he was really like, oh, I'm in yeah. love with her. That was one girl for sure. We were all very confident in yeah. his feelings for her. Yeah. Everyone else was not really sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was a sad goodbye. She mm-hmm. was bawling. Oh, I'm so sad. He started to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, like, I don't see our lives fitting together. Mm-hmm. She made this fun. She truly captured my heart. But... Yeah, it's time for time for her to go. Yeah, I think with that he was leading with his head in this yeah. decision. Mm-hmm. The heart, the heart knows what it wants. It wants Becca, but yeah. like he knows this ain't gonna be a good look. <laughs> <laughs> if he took her home it and really he went through the whole process and literally chose this girl at the end. Like, oh my this god, would not be a good look. Oh my god, can you imagine him taking her home? Oh my god, <laughs> his Dutch mother. Who side-eyed the shit out of Emily? Oh, spoke Dutch in front of her. It was yeah. like, "Fuck you, bitch! Yeah. I'm gonna talk Dutch." Mm-hmm. Like, if Becca went home to oh, that, the mom God. would even mom would even like give her the time of day. Yeah, he'd be look. She'd be looking at him like, "Come on, mm-hmm. really? This is what you really? No." So yeah, uh, that was the episode. That was it. It ended with Becca going home. I know. Wild. Did not see that coming. At the start of the episode, I didn't see that coming. No, not at all. I didn't see it coming. Um, we got a little preview for next week. Mm-hmm. So next week is Hometowns. Yes. And we got some fathers with a lot of questions. <laughs> we also have, I think, every one of these are Magus. Oh, every last every one of them. family. They all have <laughs> Trump bumper stickers. Oh my god! Um, Make America Great Again hats. I all all of the all the paraphernalia. I at one point saw that handlebar mustache going Ooh. down to the chin. Oh hell! If I see that, I'm run literally <laughs> physically running. Like I no, nah, mm. not doing it. Nope. Yeah. Ooh. So he's going home to to Kendall's family. Kendall. Yeah. Becca K. Mm-hmm. Minnesota. Minnesota. And Lauren B. Lauren B. Where Wait. the hell she lives? And then Tia. Tia. So yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of families with a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. One moment that stuck with me, Becca Kay was saying to her mother, like, there might be an engagement at the end. And her mom looked at her and was like, nah. <laughs> 
no, no, Siri. Actually, no. Nah, we're not doing that here. <laughs> so I'm excited for hometowns. Yeah, me too. Next week, we also got a preview of Winter Games, yes! which is tomorrow. So excited. Um, quick little things I saw. Kevin, he is from Canada. Mm-hmm. He was the heartthrob hunk, uh-huh. whatever the hell uh-huh. we were calling him last week. Yep. He's going to be a hot commodity, it looks like. For our Bibiana. For Bibiana. Oh, our babe. Who looks like she's going up against Ashley I. The porn star? The porn star. <laughs> the porn star looking one? Completely opposite. Oh, no. She's the virgin. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, no. You, oh, he said porn star look. Oh, no, The no, no, Swedish no. girl. The, no, no, the, no. Like, Ashley I is American. Okay. She's, she's the crying virgin. Crying virgin. Got gotcha. you. Always okay. crying. Okay. Always crying. So, Bibiana versus Ashley I. Oof. Looks like going up against uh, for Kevin. Mm, good look, Ashley I. Benoit. The oh yeah, the hottie. Mm-hmm. He, he had a little accent. He did. He could be from French Canada. Yep. Well, Montreal, Montreal. Yeah. Oh, no. oh no! Oh no! my little French. <laughs> um, um, and then we saw Dean kissing a mystery blonde, which I'm sure which he's gonna be kissing all the blondes. All of the blondes. <laughs> And then they showed a little night footage of two people on a bed, like, dry humping. I mean, with pants on. Yeah, it was a dry hump, fully clothed, but as I said, these little spinoff shows, you gotta watch them. Paradise, Bachelor Pad, which is a throwback, (laughs) and Winter Games, that's where shit gets real. Mm -hmm. The Bachelor, they try to keep it classy and romantic. The spinoffs are always a fucking mess. Love it. Very excited. Um, any predictions for Ari for or for Ari? Okay. Yeah. Um, for Ari, as I said, for everyone hometowns. is Make America Great Again. Yeah. Um, which sucks. I feel like whoever's the youngest, so maybe, maybe even a Tia mm-hmm. might not get a rose. Just because she's more influenced by her family. Mm. Like, Becca K, her mom saying that, she could be like, whatever, mom. Yeah. Like, you met my last boyfriend who's a fuckboy. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, so, I feel like, I don't know. I'm a little worried about that. I'm a little yeah. worried about whose family is the most influential on them. Mm. And it and could be... Affect. Yeah, it could affect it. And you're thinking Tia, maybe. I'm thinking Tia. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Especially because Tia is such a Christian. Yeah. So I hope but she was quick that. to throw Jesus away when, <laughs> when she asked him what? whether he was religious or not. She was. She tossed that she Bible right out right the window. Bible out the window. <laughs> Jesus who? So I don't know about, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. My predictions, I think many of the fathers have ghouled Ari. Yeah. Yep. So they are going into hometowns not feeling this dude. Because mm-hmm. just from the previews, there was a lot of dads who just had tough questions mm-hmm. or just didn't look happy or... <laughs> yeah. Like, and of course that could all be editing. Yeah. But I think if you do one Google of Ari... Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of good stuff. It's really not. You can read about his whole last relationship. Yeah. You can read about all the shit that Jeff Holm, the last guy on yes. the season, said about him. You can read a lot of junk and realize that this dude's kind of questionable. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that was my major prediction. So, I don't really know who I think is going home. 
It'll, it's getting tough now. Yeah. With the editing and stuff, it's like getting it's hard. It's tough, and I don't yeah. know any of these girls or yeah, care. Yeah, I don't so. care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's, that's it, it guys. guys. Another episode in the books. Mm-hmm. We will be back tomorrow for tomorrow winter night. Oh, man. As always, you can connect with us on Twitter. Our handle is the number two, BLK Girls, the number one, Rose. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and our email, if you would like to email us, we always will shout you out because we love you so much, um, is the number two, Black Girls, and the number one, Rose, at gmail.com. Yep. And please don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. Yeah. Please, if you are tuning in every week, just hit that five star rating it is. on whatever platform you're listening to, and take another three seconds and write us a little review. I mean, it's not hard because there's so many of us out there. We want all of us to like talk and share and yeah. clown this dumbass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what she said. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's See all y'all right. next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.